Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Craig Emmerich. Uh, he's a founder and author of a website called Keto Adapted. The website is keto, K-E-T-O-adapted.com. And he's the author of uh, Keto, The Complete Guide to Success on the Ketogenic Diet, including Simplified Science and No-Cook Meal Plans. So, uh, Craig, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on, Richard. Yeah, we've been doing a keto series. I've talked to a lot of your contemporaries and the... Uh, you know, your name's come up a number of times. So tell me, uh, how did you get involved with thinking about, you know, the ketogenic diet and this whole realm? Because usually people have a, uh, you know, an important backstory. Yeah, you know, it uh, started out with my wife, Maria. She uh, went to school for nutrition, but a lot of what she learned was, you know, kind of the food pyramid kind of thinking. And she was doing a lot of that herself, you know, eating low fat, healthy whole grains, she got to the point where she was running marathons and she just wasn't getting results. She was, you know, still had extra weight to lose. She still had PCOS and all these issues. So she started on this journey of just getting a hold of every book and journal and scientific study she could get her hands on to learn more about what's going on because she knew there had to be a better way because it wasn't working. And she found her path to this ketogenic lifestyle. And this was, you know, almost 20 years ago now. And wow. so she was really, uh, she's been totally keto since then, uh, as she wrote books and cookbooks. Me, I was a electrical engineer and I was doing a lot of product management in, in the healthcare space for like healthcare informatic systems and uh, medical imaging systems. Um, okay. But it, in the background, I'm helping her with her website and keep stuff running, you know, and the business side of things. <laughs> And it just made sense for me to step away and focus full time on our business. And since then, you know, that's probably 15 years ago, I have just dove in 100% as well to studying and understanding the science. That's great. So you've been uh, on the ketogenic diet yourself for how long? Uh, I would say 100%, probably about a dozen years. Um, wow. It took me a little bit of transition time. It, Maria likes to tell a story of, you know, I used to brew, brew my own beer. So it was a little bit tougher of a transition for me to, you know, start doing some of the things that, you know, eliminating some of the things I really liked, like beer. But once I started yeah. connecting, you know, as I r removed more and more of those type of foods and gluten and things, when I would reintroduce them, I would see how it made my body react. And so I just realized, you know, I got to cut that out all the time. Yeah, you're one of the people that uh, has been doing keto much longer than most people I've talked to, because it seems new, even though I know it's not really new. You know, yeah, even our kids, you know, for, you know, hundred thousand years, but. Uh, well, well, yeah, you know, are, evolutionary perspective we wouldn't be around if it wasn't for being able to be keto. Yeah. So, what was it like when you first started, and then what was it like after you got adapted, and then what is it like now? Is it, you know, like the three phases, I guess. So, people that are considering this. Yeah or in it, you know, what will they experience over time? Yeah, I actually highlighted this in our book, uh, those three phases of keto. You know, from a biological perspective, if you l reduce carbohydrates, 
to, you know, below 30 grams a day. Typically, we tell our clients to shoot for 20 grams. Um, in two to three days, you will start showing elevated blood ketones. You're technically in a state of nutritional ketosis at that point. But we wouldn't mm. call you what we would say are fat adapted at that point. A lot of people in the first week or two, energy dips. You have uh, issues with energy and, you know, electrolytes can help that and staying hydrated. But what's happening in the body is that the body actually makes more mitochondria when you're in a ketogenic state for extended period of time. And that's why it takes about four to six weeks before you start seeing that keto, what we would call fat adapted state or keto adapted state, where you start seeing a lot of the big benefits that people see when they're keto, like increased energy. Uh, better moods, mental clarity, and all of these kind of things that happen, you know, after that four to six week time frame. And then beyond yeah. that, you still continue to see improvements the longer you are keto. I mean, I personally, you know, I'd be three years in and I just start, you know, realizing, gosh, I feel better here. Or, you know, suddenly I lost another 10 pounds and, you know, become, you know, uh, body composition keeps shifting and, you know, maintaining that lean mass. And even Bullock and Finney, who are kind of the godfathers of keto, they have been doing studies since the 70s, uh, they have a study that showed athletes that went keto 12 months after going keto were still seeing some metabolic improvement in their performance. Wow. So there's things that happen huh. long term as well. Yeah, I noticed for myself, um, I don't know how long it took, but I, my allergies almost went away completely. I'm not sure yeah. when it happened, but that was one strange effect, strange, wonderful effect. You know, um, I noticed all yeah, kinds exactly. of things. I can go longer without eating, no problem, that kind of stuff. Like I, I went to give blood, and it was at like 3 p.m. And I said, "Oh, do you need me to be fasting?" And they said, "Oh my God, are you fasting?" I said, "Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry." Then no, no, we'll do your blood right away. But it, you know, it didn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's one of the on the weight loss side. That's one of the powerful things with keto is that. You, you, you're not obsessing about food all day. You're not hungry all day or have those crashes. You know, you just, you have the satiety all day long and that's what can help with that. But, you know, being, uh, helping clients for as long as we have with ketogenic lifestyles, we now have a folder of over a thousand testimonies from clients wow. that have gone keto and seen health improvement. Now, yes, we've had the people that have lost 200 and almost 300 pounds eating keto, which is amazing. But the majority of the testimonies that we have are people who have reversed or eliminated symptoms of all these disease process by eating this way. And the weight loss is just kind of an extra bonus. You know, they, we've got people that see huge improvements in MS symptoms, Parkinson's, you know, of course, all kinds of GI issues like IBS, acid reflux, you know, skin issues like eczema. I mean, it's a huge list of things that people see huge improvements with. How about, um, you know, um, you have testimonials for diabetes or, you know, I mean, we're not, Absolutely. We're not saying yeah. that this will cure anything. You're just saying what you have testimonials for, just for listeners to know. It's not, there's no exactly. promise here yeah. of anything or medicine. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking what are some other conditions that really maybe shock to you, you know, any progress on cancers or anything like that, diabetes? Well, you know, a lot of what, you know, I tried to put this in our book and that a lot of what ails us comes from improper inputs 
the inputs to our body, our food, but also, you know, how much light we get, how much exercise we get, how much sleep we get. These are inputs to our body. And when they get out of whack, you end up with disease processes happening and inflammation, you know, all the diabetes, metabolic syndrome. And if you can reverse those inputs and get your environment right, get your diet right, you can uh, reverse some disease process and greatly improve symptoms from other disease processes. Like the MS and Parkinson's I mentioned, they were able to get off all their medications and have such improvement with their symptoms. Again, not reversing the disease, but such an improvement with their symptoms that they no longer have to take the medication. So that's a huge improvement. And yeah, you know, we definitely do uh, tons of people with metabolic syndrome. That's probably one of the biggest ones that, that get helped with this life lifestyle. Um, but you know, a lot of interesting other things like, uh, narcolepsy, uh, traumatic brain injury, see a lot of improvements in their symptoms when they're running off of ketones and the brain loves to run off of ketones. Uh, another one, a client, and this is related to a food issue, um, had alopecia and after six months of following this lifestyle, she had her first haircut in 20 years. So, you know, really kind of life-changing things that are happening. What do you find that people have the most difficulty with? I mean, like one thing, for instance, is uh, the ketogenic diet, the the macronutrient ratios are pretty tough. So, I mean, it seems like a lot of people get close to it, but they may have more carbs than, you know, you're saying they they should have. You know, what what do you find people have difficulty with and what uh, results from it? It can be a bit of a transition for sure. I mean, you, you got to kind of shift what you look at food as. And, you know, we, we don't do the ratios or percentages for keto. That's kind of more of a therapeutic state for like epilepsy and that. Uh, ours, we look at macros. And once you start tracking macros and you understand what food has, you know, a lot of people don't even understand, you know, what's in their food, how much protein, how much fat, how much carbohydrate. So it's really... I, uh, I think helpful either to follow meal plans like in our cookbooks that so then you don't have to calculate the macros or to run the macros so you know, okay, this food gives me this much, you know, so you get a feel for this lifestyle and how much you can have. And mm. we focus on getting enough protein. And one of the things in a ketogenic community is kind of a myth is that too much protein will cause you an issue with being in ketosis. And that's not true. It's Protein is a goal. You need to get a certain amount every day to preserve lean mass um, so that you don't lose muscle as, as you age. That's very important. So protein is a goal. Carbs and fat are a limit. And carbs, you want to keep below a certain level so that you're in this ketogenic state. Fat, if weight loss is your goal, it's a limit. You, you dial fat up or down as needed. And what's great about that, if, if you're trying to lose weight, once you're keto adapted, your body's kind of primed to burn fat as fuel. And so it can burn dietary fat or your own body fat equally. It doesn't really care. And so if you dial fat down a little bit in the diet, you force the body to use a a little more body fat for fuel. So that's one of the powers of of the state for weight loss. Okay, very interesting. Um, What about, uh, you know, intermittent fasting and or uh, exogenous ketones? Do you incorporate them into your routines and do you find that they help? Uh, exogenous ketones, the only time we really recommend those is for um, like 
epilepsy or maybe Alzheimer's, these kind of states where elevated ketone levels are uh, helpful. Um, in the general ketogenic state, especially if weight loss is the goal, they can actually hold you back because you want your body making ketones out of your own body fat, not getting it from the diet. The more body fat it uses and turns into ketones, that's more weight loss. And so we focus just on good whole foods uh, and getting their macros right so that your body can burn its own body fat for fuel. The other thing I was going to ask is about intermittent fasting. It seems like that's a uh, good yeah. cousin to uh, ketogenic diet. You know, it is. And it's back to the satiety thing you mentioned earlier that, you know, this lifestyle, it's so good at keeping your hormones stable, things like ghrelin and leptin and insulin. And it, when you keep them nice and stable, you don't get those surges of hunger that you do when you're eating a standard American diet and you're spiking your glucose. And when glucose is falling, that triggers hunger, even though you just ate two hours ago and it was a lot of food, your, your glucose falling stimulates hormone, hormonal signaling to say you're, you're hungry, your glucose is going to get too low. And so you get that cycle, uh, with keto, you're, you're stable. And so you're most people that we, you know, our clients, they will see, tell us all the time, you know, I forgot to eat breakfast or, you know, it, it just becomes natural because you're not hungry and you're not even thinking about food all the time that you kind of eat this intermittent fasting state where you have maybe two meals in a, you know, six hour window and then nothing outside of that just because you're not hungry all the time. Yeah. I noticed when I, when I started, I was like ravenous, even though I was, you know, eating what I thought was keto, it took me I know, quite a while. I guess I wasn't fat adapted for the hunger to die down, but it seems like it made me even yeah. more hungry at first. Have you noticed that with people? Well, there, there can be, well, number one, it's kind of back to those phases. You know, you got to get to that four to six week state before you, you know, start to see that uh, improvement in satiety. Um, so during that first four to six weeks, you're probably going to go over on your quote, you know, weight loss keto macros with some extra fat or protein to help with hunger. But then once the hunger subsides, you can kind of dial that back. Uh, but yeah, okay. that can happen in the beginning. Hmm. Any, uh, you know, you've dealt with so many people. Um, again, what do you find that um, are sticking points for people where they fall out? And if they're going to fall out, when do when, you know, when are they in the most danger? Is it the very beginning? Is it a week or two in? You know, what are your recommendations for people so they could stay the course and get the benefits? Uh, definitely in the first, you know, week or so, it's going to be a challenge. And that's why we, what we tell clients is make a snack. So make, Maria's got tons of, you know, uh, treats that you can make that are, don't have any sugar in them. So have a, you know, sugar substitute, have those on hand. So then when those cravings strike, you've got a chocolate treat or, you know, something that will, you can have to satisfy those cravings, but still stay keto. That's real important in the beginning. We've also had other people that, you know, do do well and get past that hump. And, you know, after three, four, five months, start to get temptations, you know, whether that's the holidays, you know, when you have uh, Christmas and new uh, uh, things that, you know, tempt you. Um, and so there we try to have clients just be more prepared. It, it comes down to preparation. If you plan ahead, if you bring a dish that you know you can have, then you have something you can uh, snack on while you're there and not be tempted by the foods that, that aren't. Hmm. Have you gotten to the point where you can sit there with, you know, people eating ice cream and all kinds of stuff around you and, and resist no problem? 
Uh, definitely. Yeah, I haven't touched anything in, you know, like I said, probably 12 years. Uh, wow. Don't really get tempted by it anymore. And the thing is, uh, there's a saying that I really like that uh, says eating better got easier when I can't have that turned into I don't want that. And that, I think, is mm. the kind of mindset you need to shift your lifestyle and say, I know that stuff isn't good for me. I know how it makes me feel when I have it. Because that's the other thing is it's a great positive uh, feedback loop when you're keto for a while and you go off and you have some bread or you have a sugar sugary treat. You feel terrible. It's your body's yep. normal reaction to that coming in. And that's a good reminder that, you know what, that stuff isn't good for me. It's not helping me. It's not keeping me healthy. So it, it's you got to shift that mindset. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've experienced the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You go off, you know, and have something and you're like, whoa, I ate a rock. And then you don't want to do it mm -hmm. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, good. good feedback. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, what kind of resources do we have for listeners? They should pick up your book, Keto Adapted. Um, you know, what else do you have for them? Yeah. Our newest book, Keto. Uh, that one is Keto, okay. great. It explains everything in detail, all the science and biology. Uh, how to reverse the, you know, disease symptoms. Um, we have a blog that's got lots of free information. It's uh, mariamindbodyhealth.com. And then our mm. uh, subscription page where you can get lots of support and even weekly live webinars with us is uh, keto-adapted.com. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah, weekly webinars, that's a lot. Of, that's, that's really great. Hmm. All right. Yeah, it's so great. Good. And then, um, yeah, and then... Um, any other ways to contact you or that's good? Um, um, we have a group on Facebook. Uh, we got a keto group. It's just called keto. Um, and we also have uh, Maria's uh, business page, which is keto dash adapted. So, or keto adapted on Facebook. Uh, either of those are great ways to get a hold of us as well. Okay. That's great. Well, Craig, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. You've been listening to almost here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.